and welcome to a bonus episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and we're talking all we're talking our Horizon League all league picks, player of the year, coach of the year, all league teams, all that stuff. So, of course, for this occasion, I have with me John Parker. What's up, Bob? How's it going today? Um, define today. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're, we're given we're that we're recording this and posting this on two different days, but uh, you can find John on Twitter at Horizon John. You can find us on Twitter as well at Horizon RT. Uh, you can pull us up on your Amazon or Google devices. Be sure to subscribe where podcasts are found. And of course, you can find us on the site at HorizonRoundtable.com. And I sincerely hope you did that before you started listening to this because we've posted all of that. No, we posted all of the uh, all league teams, uh, both on HorizonRoundtable.com for the men and HorizonRoundtableWBB.com for the women. Both of those are now up. Uh, obviously, for this bonus episode, we're just talking about the men. Hopefully, this is like the only uh, bonus episode we do this season, this year, because last year, I think we did one like every day last year, and it was just insane. <laughs> um, there, yeah, so um, anyway, <laughs> let's right. talk about our list. Let's yeah. talk about our picks. And uh, before we do that, obviously, uh, I do want to kind of give a shout out to all the people who actually did vote uh, our, our horizon roundtable folks who actually did put in votes for the, uh, for our all league picks and player of the year, defensive player of the year, six man and so on and so forth. Um, obviously you and I did Matt Dudek obviously did. Uh, let's see who else did uh, oh, Mark wow. Weems did uh, Blake Schumacher did uh, Alec Quaid did I think Jack Eisenman did too. Yep. Uh, did I miss anybody? I don't want yeah. to miss anybody. You did. I don't. I did miss. Of course, I missed <laughs> yeah, somebody. You did. It, Horizon I boy. I missed Horizon boy. I know I missed Horizon boy. I mean, it, pretty much everyone who's been actively writing, and then even then, some who've been a little bit less active participated. So yeah, it was really good. Um, got a lot, a lot, a lot of input, and it led to. One of the most insane, I, I mean, for us, the most insane. Like, last year I was kind of a little bit out of it and didn't actually post it. Antoine won by a mile last year. Um, oh, yeah, Jaguar guy. I forgot about Jaguar guy. Yeah. Um, we had the player of the year vote, and I, I think it makes sense, came down to one vote. <laughs> it, it was one point and i'm gonna venture guess it was me because you forgot that i sent your sent mine in didn't it um i don't know it it came down to one point difference wow yes and yes yours was the last one i put in and yes it did decide it yeah so so <laughs> so so Antoine Davis, congratulations. Thanks to me. You are the Horizon Roundtable uh, Player of the Year in the Horizon League. Congratulations. Yeah, that was that was nuts counting those votes. Um, you know, and kind of mentioned it in the article that has come out at this point, but um, be sure to read it, horizonroundtable.com. Do it. <laughs> it Do it, it. What it really came down to was uh, okay, so this is the first time that there's been that argument of, you know, best player on the best team versus Antoine Davis just putting up stupid numbers. 
Yeah. Um, and he he got it this time. Um, last year, it looked like it was going to go that way. And I think if it had gone the way that it had started and Oakland had been the dominating force in the league, Jamal Cain would have run away with it. Um, True. Obviously, the league had a split vote. Uh, we we did pick Antoine. Um, I didn't get the article out, but we did pick Antoine last year. Um, thing is, when everything was said and done, Jamal Cain and Antoine Davis were both kind of in that same category of, you know, putting up stats on a team that's not in the hunt. So, However, did not matter is, last year for the Horizon League because they picked both of them co-players of the year. <laughs> um, this is, you know, the first time in four attempts where there is the obvious, like, okay, yeah, I mean, Dwayne Cohill from Youngstown State, uh-huh. Is putting up just great, I mean, impressive numbers. Yes. His, vicious, his efficiency is through the roof. Yes. And Antoine's just been playing on such another level that yeah. he, 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 you can't out. ignore it. You cannot ignore it. I, I, I know mean, we've had, com- we've had multiple conversations, Matt and I, about this very subject. You and I have had a conversation about this thing. And I, I the, my thought process, even though Detroit Mercy finished eighth for it seems like the fourth year in a row. But my thought process was this. Antoine Davis, if not for Antoine Davis, where would Detroit Mercy be? Yeah. Period. I mean, when in terms of value to his team. I mean, I can tell you. he put they, up would be, they would be in IUPUI levels, if not for Antoine. He put up 41 against Milwaukee. He actually didn't shoot well um that milwaukee defended him really well but in doing so opened up a ton of opportunities for other guys that almost led to you know a huge comeback i mean yeah are you kidding me he he scored 34 in his last uh, uh, last regular season game against right state he scored 34 and his shooting was atrocious in the first half absolutely atrocious yeah but i mean it's kind of that thing, and yes, here's the other part of it that I'm going to spoil a little bit early. Um, what I think got him over the hump, despite Cohill putting up good numbers with you know amazing efficiency, um, right? Or uh, Youngstown State had four starters that yeah. were available, not injured for you know that didn't go down with an injury for any kind of extended amount of time. Yeah. All four of them made our all-league team. So it, it was kind of an I, issue. It should, like, incidentally, it should not be a spoiler if you actually read the article on Horizon Roundtable. Okay. okay, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I get it. And I think that I think to that point, Antoine had, I mean, occasionally, I mean, it seemed like every time we turned around, it, it, the, the peaks and valleys of everybody around Antoine were just so vast. I mean, it really worked. I, I mean, mean, you had occasions where you had Gerald Liddell going off for a double-double, and then he disappeared. You had occasions where A.J. Oliver was going for, you know, getting double digits or going off for 20 to 25. And then then there were games he just didn't exist. And you didn't have that issue at Youngstown State. I think the other thing, too, for me was that yeah, Dwayne Cohill was an, had an outstanding season, but there were occasions where he was not the primary guy. Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, he was contributing, make no mistake. 
but was he the main guy at that moment? No, he was not. So, I mean, I, I take that into I took that into account as well. So, and then for me, the other thing is okay. So Antoine Davis leads the NCAA in scoring by a yeah. wide margin. Uh huh. He does. If you only count conference games, that margin gets wider. He averaged thirty. Yeah. That he is did. just bonkers. Yeah. I mean, and it's not even that like. Like, if you compare his scoring this year to previous seasons, all games, I mean, 24, 25 points is usually enough to do it. In uh-huh. all games, he was averaging 28. In league, 30. I mean, you look at, okay, so the, the second leading scorer in the NCAA, Jordan Dingle from Penn. Yeah. Ivy League, not, I mean, it. not a bad conference, not a bad mid-major. Um, not a, you know, not a super great conference. It seems like the kind of place where, you know, an elite player would maybe do a little bit better in conference play than sure. in non-conference. Um, his scoring dropped. Antoine's, mm-hmm. I mean, in part because of the lot. Antoine's in- increased. Like, the gap gets bigger if you only count conference games, which yeah. is just, I mean... Yeah. I'm a big fan of, you know, league play for the league player of the year Mm -hmm. carries a little extra weight. And he, you know, he absolutely dominated. So even though there is that guy, whereas like with some of those uh, Cleveland State teams where they're rolling out 17 players every game and, you know, there's not. Amazingly, they're still doing that. There's not that you thought one they were going to get away with it, but they just didn't. There's not that one guy, you know, averaging 23 yeah. a game on the, the champion, whereas this yeah. year there is. Yeah. Uh, Antoine just – yeah, you, I, I don't disagree. I think – ironically, I actually think if you switched Cohill and Antoine, yeah. they might both benefit. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean Cohill yeah. from the counting stats because he can – He's got some efficiency to spare, and oh, yeah. then and also, um, I do think I think coaching your kid is a little bit different than coaching someone else's kid. Um, true, very true. And yeah, I mean, anyway. I mean, yeah, I mean, think about one, how many how many team, how many technicals has has Mike Davis gotten because he's been. I mean, and he said it in press conferences that he was taken up for Antoine. And the re- that's the reason he's getting texts. And he's got a yeah. bunch of them this year, by the way. But, I mean, ultimately, for me, Antoine's play, even though, I mean, the, in the standings, they're actually, I think, tied for the lowest they've been in his career. Yeah. Um, I mean, one, taking the standings at face value is kind of silly. Ninth place this year is not that far out of, like, getting a bye in the first round. No, it's um, not. It's like, there there are two fun. games that separate fifth place and ninth place. Yeah, that's I mean, that's that's insane to me already. <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 kind of the logjam we've had for basically most of the season, and it's not surprising that it literally came down to the last game of the season to sort everything out. Yeah, um, it's not surprising. So, um, ultimately, I think. They were competitive enough. I mean, they're essentially a 500 yeah. team um, that 
I, I think just absolutely going off and yeah. doing something that, you know, the entire NCAA hasn't seen. Um, I mean, Marcus Howard at Marquette came close, but other than that, I mean, it's been a while. 28 a game is nuts. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, <laughs> and then 30 in league play. There you go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, you know, I think, uh, again, I think the issue with Detroit Mercy as a team is the same problem that just about every team in the Horizon League has experienced is consistency. It's just those teams between five and nine were a little more inconsistent than the top four teams. Yeah, that's and it. I think a lot of it is, um, I mean, health. Gerald Liddell yeah. missing so much time. You put, uh, look at how he started his Detroit yeah. career. You give him all of non-league play and keep him healthy during league play. I think it's a little different. I think they have a chance to get a few more well, wins. I think the other problem is, is it's not just, it wasn't just him either. True, yeah. It was pretty much, I mean, the fact that they had this group, uh, this core group, the their starters for you know nearly the last half of the season, and I don't know what condition they were in, but they were there. Um, but every single one of them has had issues before already, yeah. and yeah. and keep keep in mind you were you started this uh, conference slate with Jaden Stone, and then yeah. you don't end up with him at all. And yeah, he's not coming another, back. So that was a problem too. So yeah, I mean, a there's a lot of different things that you could say about that that it's like, all right, there. Because <laughs> I mean, look at the top of the league. Uh, okay. Sam Vinson was under the weather for a while, and frankly, Northern Kentucky looked awful. Um, well, yeah. I think it was Mark, when he, I think he also was still recovering from that ankle injury, wasn't he? Because he got hurt like the first couple of games of the season within yeah. the first couple. Yeah. So he had that issue. Too, but so. other than that, once he came back, once he was, you know, back in the lineup, yeah, they contended. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Shamara Tanmays, but they had uh, Youngstown had four other all league performers. Specifically, in his case, they had Bryce McBride, who was basically chopping at the bit to run the point, and he <laughs> ended up doing it. He ended up doing it. Down, I mean, he, he he did very obviously. He did very well. In fact, to the point where like. I, I guess it probably would have been unfair to have all five <laughs> Youngstown State starters, and yeah, I, I'm sure he's, he's got. I'm sure, but no, he he did very well too. And um, by the way, um, yeah, see, you keep reminding me he did the low key triple double that nobody noticed against Westminster that nobody noticed. None of us did. I mean, be you the entire league? No. Against who? What what West division Minnesota. are they in? Are they are they're they in division twenty seven? But yeah, doesn't matter. Triple double, triple double. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. All um, right, so so let's uh so uh let's talk about coach of the year. It wasn't it, this one wasn't close, which I that shocks me. Um, yeah. Uh, so their coach of the year is is Jared Calhoun from Youngstown State, and. In a lot of ways, I, I completely understand it. I think it's a very valid pick. It shocks me that it was such a blowout. Yeah. And it I, was I, much more of a blowout than the league race was. Yeah. I'm not sure the league, uh, we might have this information by the time people are listening, but I don't know if the league even goes with him just because the two guys who finished the game behind were supposed to be, according to them, 
I think and by the way, yeah, I think yeah, it's funny because I think the um, and I put it from the and this is why I picked it at Jared Calhoun is based on the fact that this is a season that Youngstown State has never had before. True, it is and- it is a season that Jared Calhoun deliberately methodically found the pieces that he needed to make this season basically uh, a historic season in terms of young of what Youngstown State has previously experienced. And that I is mean, we, 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 one we talked about and we talked about in the preseason about him winning the portal. Well, yeah. not only did he win the portal, he won the entire season. So there you go. My only thing with that. Yeah. The biggest win didn't happen this year. It was uh, Cohill in a previous season. So that's my only thing. Like, I I totally agree. You need to consider. So he he effectively, so to to that point, he he saw Dwayne Cohill as the cornerstone of this team. And he he used the portal to build around it. Yeah. Not not just the portal, obviously. He had, uh, he brought in the freshman John Lovelace, too. Uh, So. Huh? Yeah. From <laughs> where, John? From where? <laughs> <laughs> now to be fair, now to be fair, I mean, what you know, he, he, signed, he signed on between uh, between coaching changes. But I see your point on that one because of the fact that Bart Lund, and I I see this more with Bart Lundy than I do Daniel Robinson. Um, you can make the argument from Daniel Robinson because he wasn't starting. He he did I lose think, a lot of components, but he I did have it, some stuff. He did have some personnel that was going to be critical to the success of Cleveland State that maybe we didn't exactly see, which is probably why we picked him ninth. Um, I think it was more who's going to be the guy. Is yeah. it going to be, you know, Drew Louder, or is this guy who's averaging two points per game at a bad team going to, you know, deliver this year? And – why am I the only one. person who said look for Tristan and Aruna? Do not. I voted I'm for him the pre-season. only person who said that. I voted for him preseason. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, third team, I had him a lot higher. And- but yeah, so so knowing what Tristan and Aruna was capable of, and knowing the the components that Daniel Robinson already had at his, at his disposal, he was at a little bit. He was in a little better place than Bart Lundy was who basically started from scratch um you didn't know you know Marquise Browning last season you didn't know where you were you know what you didn't know what you were getting between seasons Moses Bull he got production out of Moses Bull and we didn't know what we were getting out of him either I so think, I thought Bull was going to be a non-rotation player I thought uh, Browning was going to be a bench guy, and I thought yeah. if that wasn't the case, it was going to be a very disappointing year for Milwaukee. Neither of those were the case. Granted, yeah. he did kind of do that same, uh, you know, Dennis Gates. I, I think they had hockey shifts. Yeah, he did I exactly. Think they had eleven that. different guys start this year. Yeah, he did. If I remember right, it was eleven different players started a yeah, game, which is fun. Exactly, um, and and. Yeah, and he did it without a really true point guard too. Yeah, he he didn't really. I mean, if you look at the 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 Milwaukee lineup, you see not a true, you know, according to Hoyle, point guard on that rotation. But it doesn't matter. 
but it didn't matter for most of the season, last game of the season, notwithstanding with so many turnovers that maybe okay. want to throw hey. something at the TV. Hey. Um, nah, but, it didn't matter there either. Turn it over 20 times if you win by <laughs> Well, turn it over 20 times and Ahmad Ran is jumping over everybody and posterizing everybody. Sure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I but yeah, I think in any normal season, I think that last game between Milwaukee and Cleveland State probably would have determined who was the coach of the year. But I think based on just the way that Jared Calhoun set up this season and it translated. Just translate all that work in the offseason translated into this first ever regular season conference title outright ever in the history of Division One. More more wins they've ever had. The, the more team more they haven't had this many wins in fifty plus years. So I will say, okay, so so yeah, that I get that is why the argument comes to there. If Cleveland State won last night and tied Youngstown State in the standings to get a share of the league title, and it was coming down to who did better against, like, Oakland, um, I'd be a little bit more, uh, we should really give this to Robinson. (laughs) um, As it stands, I do, I mean, okay, if Youngstown State, who was down by a point at halftime against uh, IUPUI last night, had not gotten it together, and therefore yeah. didn't even get the one seed. Oh, I, I would be making. We, we would have to be rethinking. We might <laughs> want to be rethinking be a, that one. There would have been an executive decision, like, no, no, revote. We're not. <laughs> yeah, we got We got to revote again. <laughs> they were supposed to be towards the top. Um, but it didn't matter because you know Youngstown State made the adjustments, got it together, one done deal. Yeah. Um, they close. They do what they did. What they were supposed to do, and made the adjustments, closed the deal, got the crown. Period. My, other thing is, okay, so Youngstown State right now, to me, they have been, you know, consistently the best team in the Horizon League for a while. Looked yeah. a little bit shaky this week, but, or these, you know, last few games. Um, but they have been the top team in the league. Uh-huh. They're currently projected on, like, the bracket prediction sites to be the worst 15 seed. So the okay. one thing I'll say to that is the I don't know if you want to do that. <laughs> the league kind of fell to them versus them rising to the league. That's my only thing. Okay. Fair enough. Like um, I think there are Youngstown State teams that would have been the top fifteen seed. They were just sixth, seventh place in a much better horizon league. Okay. <laughs> There you go. I don't so, know. I, like I said, Calhoun, good pick. Don't disagree with it. I was a little bit surprised at the margins. He actually got more than half of the vote by himself. Um, I think the league's selection, I think it's going to be at least a two, if not three horse race. And I don't know who they're going to pick. I, I I kind of see where you're coming from, given that uh, Cleveland State did end up losing last night and didn't get a share of the title. Yeah. I I think Robbins is probably third. More than likely, yeah. I think I think from a league standpoint, I think it comes down to we picked Jared Calhoun, but from a league standpoint, I think it, you're right, it's going to come down to Calhoun Lundy. Yeah. 
and we'll see. Well, I guess we'll see. And uh, or unless they do what they've done in the last, <laughs> they've done a couple of times, which is do the co thing. That's just you that's know they're gonna do it. They're gonna you know it's gonna happen somewhere again. So that's um, not them doing it though. That's just the votes work out like that. The votes we work almost out. had that. We were we almost had away from that. I'm not so. Yeah, I know. So. Um, do we really have to talk about defensive player of the year since everybody had a different vote and Enoch Cheeks <laughs> basically had one more than everybody else? He had two votes and he's our he's our defensive player of the year. Does that even count? He was top ten know. in blocks and steals, and that's why he got it, I think. Yeah, so, probably. It is. And and we need to have a conversation about this sixth man of the year that we picked <laughs> over what's actually gonna probably happen with the league. So we picked Drew Louder from Cleveland State as our sixth man of the year. Over the course uh, of the year, I over get the it. Court. So, I, so he did not start for twenty games. Yeah, thing is, he started for ten of the conference games. So he started um, for half a league play. While yeah. we have him as our sixth man of the year, I'm not sure if he's eligible to be sixth man of the year officially. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there, which I, which is incidentally why I picked my personally picked Trayvon Faulkner, who I do believe is going to be the league pick. But and, I mean, to be I fair, to be fair, as a as a six man, first man coming as as a rotational player, not a starter, Drew Louder had a better season than Marquez Wark. Um, not Marquez, not Wark. My, Trayvon <laughs> Faulkner, Trayvon Faulkner. Whoa! <laughs> no, no. I'm sorry. No. I've been I've been, uh, but yeah. But we got to take into account he did start ten games. I I take took in took that into account. The league and, may not take again, that, but then again, the league may not take that into account either. But I guess game. we'll find out That's soon enough. The other thing, I think, if it was the other way around and all ten of his were in non-league and then he went to the bench and did what he did, yeah, yeah I think he definitely wins. I think the fact that he was—it's a coin flip as to whether or not he's starting a league game. I, that's not really a sixth man. That's a—that's kind of a fifth man. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, and I think that's the problem. <laughs> And then I think the other thing is, I mean, it's pretty hilarious. That like, even before our vote, yeah, you know, I mean, okay, if I remember right, there was a point in time where Matt was leaning the other way, and you guys discussed it on the podcast. We he did. Cohill for Player of the Year. Yeah, and it was just kind of acknowledged that eh, there's going to be a bit of a coronation. Honestly, uh-huh. Trayvon Faulkner is, I mean. He is a big part of the Horizon League over the course of his career. He is. I think oh, there's well, going, true. you know, I, I could see kind of like, a, I mean, even if it is, I could see guys, you know, leaning towards him. I mean, being the ultimate team guy. I mean, you know, previously being like the, you know, one of yeah. the, the go-tos, the guy who was going to step in and, you know, be the guy, you know, be their number one after uh, that, their uh, 2020 team yeah had some graduates um and for a bit he was and then he kind of settled in as you know i think i i think from that standpoint to your point on that and i know i when we had brady labor on during the uh media forum he had just talked a little bit about this where um there was a because this is his extra year and he had an opportunity to go into the transfer portal and you know seek another opportunity where he would have probably thrived, undoubtedly. But he made the decision to say, 
I'm going to stay here and I'm going to give you a reason to I'm going to make you give me playing time. And that's exactly what he did. Yeah. And now, I mean, from a from a from a from a scheming standpoint, uh, it's probably he saw uh, Darren Horn probably saw Trayvon Faulkner as not necessarily falling in line with what he was wanting to do on the court. But Faulkner turned around and said, I absolutely do fit in there and I can fit in there as this six man. So, yeah. I mean, that, I mean that, that's I, my I thought. Kind of like a, you know, um, tip of the cap, much like we, we kind of expected a coronation before uh, Antoine really, really just kind of took over the award and started dropping 40 all the time. Yeah. At least, at least up in Wisconsin. Um, but I could see, you know, a similar kind of coronation where it's like, hey, sick, you know, sick career. Here's your send off, you know. Yeah. Have a trophy, um, yep. and and it's again like Antoine, it's earned, but it, it's yeah. still kind of there is that I think that tendency to, and I, and perhaps that so that is what our voters you know thought about. That was their mind. That was the obviously that was their thought process because Drew Louder won our award. <laughs> yeah, no, no, <laughs> totally um, not undeserved, by the way. But you know, at the same time, I mean. Is the league gonna see the fact that he started ten games as a? Yeah, you can't really do that, but I don't know. Oh, I guess we'll find out soon enough. Or you, or if you're listening to this after this has been released, you've already know. Um, so let's show. Uh, this is the weirdest year for our uh, our picks because um, yeah. So as far as all league is concerned, I think it. it I'm not surprised by the picks. We huh? got one more award. Oh, there was. A freshman Fresh. of the year. Okay, Brandon yeah. Noel, so, so Brandon, Noel, yeah. So Brandon <laughs> Noel has been there since 1979. <laughs> is is the freshman of the year? Um, I think I was pretty clear that he was going to be freshman of the year. I picked him yeah. as freshman of the year. Um, in any other season, and is that? I, I guess the question is: Is that even fair, though? Because um, he wasn't exactly. I mean, he's been there like for a million nasty years. Injuries, though, so yeah. So, <laughs> okay, fair enough. He's still it, a freshman. Just, the league has acknowledged he's freshman of the week plenty of times. You um, are I'm not going to default that. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, we actually ended up having some people who I think didn't even bother to vote for freshman of the year because yeah. they had exactly one freshman, Brandon Noel, on their all league teams. Yeah. I mean, the guy, he led the league in rebounding. He, yeah. <laughs> Pretty clear. Was, he was oh, close to top 15 in scoring. Yeah. So, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, he, he snuck onto the all-league team. I um, wouldn't even say snuck on because it's 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 a right state, uh, right state big man. And you <laughs> knew at least one of them was going to show up here at some point. I mean, he... I mean, last year was Grandpa Silly. The year before was Loud and Love and Grandpa Silly. I mean, you, you knew what was going to happen. You just thought it was going to be AJ Braun instead of Brandon. I Noel. did, yeah. With the injury concerns, I mean, yeah. obviously, um, someone with you know multiple seasons of injury concerns that are still lingering. Yeah, you don't know what you're going to get out of them. You got and a lot. You got, of you, got you got well, you got a freshman of the year out of it. That's what you got. Yeah. 
In any other year, we'd be picking one of the IUPUI guys, Vincent Brady or DJ Jackson. <laughs> Either yeah. one of those two guys would be would definitely fit the bill as freshman of the year. But yeah, as it stands, <laughs> and there were plenty, and there were plenty of IUPUI <laughs> freshmen to choose from too, because they were yeah. all they, they at any point, right? at given points in time, every single one of them stepped up. But definitely Jackson, definitely Brady. I those are some guys that you you can build around. Not and oh, not yeah. and not just them. The the Gerard twins, Armand Gerard won freshman of the week. So yeah, you you have you have the pieces. He just needs some more. But yeah, yeah. but given but given that, the given the definition of what Brandon Noel is, yeah, he's freshman of the year. He's, yeah, and it was not close. It was. No, absolutely not. And, it, and 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 I I think the the league is going to agree with us on this one because it's it's kind of pretty much a no brainer on that one. Yeah, we had some years where we did like um, there were some years we couldn't figure out who a freshman was because there were like yeah, so we, few of them. Well, this year wasn't that the problem. During the, the all the COVID stuff, um, Noah Waterman was we didn't. I mean, he yeah, was we didn't even know. a freshman on their site. He had played before, which I think is a big difference, um, you know, playing in six regular season games versus just. Yeah. Yeah. Now I do, if my memory serves correct, I think, uh, I think the, I think the league will be doing an all defensive and all freshman team. Yeah. I knew we weren't going to do that. <laughs> Although, I mean, we have so many picks for all for defensive player. We probably could have just cobbled the list <laughs> together from that. Yeah, I suppose. I could do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're not allowed to do that now. No, we're not talking. We're we're talking. We're recording this after the after the. Uh, you know, this is posting after the fact. So, uh, but all freshmen, yeah, we're not going to do that either. Although, I mean, let's face it, half of the spots are going to go to IUPUI guys. So, <laughs> I mean, Jackson down the stretch. Brady obviously was consistently very very good. Noel um, Lovelace and oh crud. Elijah Probably, Jameson or Elijah Jameson, yeah. Probably Elijah <laughs> Jameson. Or or another, I, or another IUPUI guy. I don't know. Maybe one, uh, maybe Armand Gerard. We're gonna get yelled at, aren't we? What's that now? <laughs> you forgot someone and we're gonna get yelled at. Did we forget someone? I don't know. I don't know, did we? I mean, I don't think we did. Uh Ramar Pryor at Cleveland State didn't play uh I I don't think he would have swung his way into this one. Um uh, Northern Kentucky had some guys, uh, Alon Sumler, LJ Wells yeah. didn't play enough. Um, I thought anyway. for sure that one of them would have came out of there, but you know, it is what it is. But now can we get to the all league? We can definitely <laughs> get to the all league teams. All right. So, so yeah, one through four was pretty obvious with, uh, to me at least with Davis, Dwayne Cohill, Jalen Moore, Marquez Warwick. The fifth spot, we picked Trey Calvin. And I think that was my pick, and clearly that was a lot of other people's picks. Um, which is a little deviation from what we had in preseason because we had Jared Godfrey in the first team. But I think Jared Godfrey kind of suffered from the fact his team finished ninth. Yeah, no, if they contend again, yes, he's up there. Honestly, oh, I would put him in the same category as Tristan Anaruna and B.J. Freeman, who are – yeah, I mean, Also second-teamers, yeah. He did finish on second team with them. Correct, but, so – I guess knowing what I know, uh, yeah. there was a big gap. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was, and and also, uh, to you alluded to, obviously, Anaruna and B.J. Freeman were in second team. 
Um, Trey Townsend also on second team. And then we have Enoch Cheeks on the, our second team. Which is interesting because Khalil Spear is on our third team. Enoch Cheeks is on our second team. It's I I am pretty I'm confident I think the league is gonna turn is gonna flip that. It's gonna be opposite. It's gonna be Spear on the second team and Cheeks on the third team. Hey, do not disrespect our overwhelming defensive player of the year. All right. <laughs> Also, I mean, also, the, also, 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 and let's say it's the inspiration for our hashtag cheeks for weeks by, <laughs> by ours, obviously horizon boy. Um, yeah. So, I mean, think on the strength of that, it gets second team actually. <laughs> um, then, yeah. Spear, Adrian Nelson Noel, and three. Yeah. The three Youngstown guys, uh, Adrian Nelson, Malik Green and Brandon Rush were third team. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, to my point at the top, kind of um, not – it's not like some of these right state teams where I remember two years ago yeah, when it was Loudon Love uh-huh. and Tanner Holden. Uh-huh. I wasn't positive who was going to be player of the year, my right state favorite for player of the year um, for, you know, those last few weeks. But still, yeah, that's four starters all league on a team that won the game – won the league by one game. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Cohill, yeah. <laughs> insanely efficient, had mm-hmm. a lot of help, had some yeah. very, very good players around him. I'm glad I'm glad you're the one tabulating these votes for second and third team, because I'm sure that, that I would have lost my mind trying to do that. Because I'm sure it would have been, yeah, I mean, because, it, you know, you can easily make arguments for each of these guys uh, flipping places. I yeah, can no, see no. it. Um, I can absolutely see it. And uh, I'm sure the league will have team. different... I, I, and there may be somebody in here we're not we have on our team that uh, that that may not be on the other on the Horizon League team. There may be somebody in there we're missing. Probably, um, I don't know. It seems like we shouldn't have anybody in there. But hey, I'm not going to complain. This is I mean, I mean, I Sam Vincent is moment. not on, Sam Vincent is not on this list. On yeah. our not on our list. Um, so yeah. That's a problem. You know, you could easy. I mean, theoretically, you could uh, give it based on you know the a ba- base. You know, you could probably make an argument for. You probably could make an argument for Gerald Liddell, but yeah, I think. Uh, and I think I made an argument because I think I put him on my third team. He was very close. Yeah, he, he was very close. Was so the yeah, there's a couple of guys on there you can make an argument. I mean, you can even probably make an argument for Deshaun Parker. Maybe. Yeah, he got um, because we got the votes in before that dunk. <laughs> um, it's not his fault. <laughs> so looking at the teams, one of the things I will say in the past, and Kentro Pullian, you could probably make a. I mean, Kentro Pullian, you could make an argument for him. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, there's there's a few that we have on here that we have on our list that may may end up on the Horizon League list, but yeah, it, this is a solid list. I mean, there really is. I love it. This is my 15 guys. Like I said, um, one thing. Well, our is, 15 guys is ours. <laughs> no, no. These are the 15 players I had on my team. They all made it. Yes. Uh, oh, lucky um, you. <laughs> the, the one thing I think is if you look at some of the past teams. Um, yeah. God, what was it? Uh, Cleveland State. Um, in the past, there have been guys who maybe, you know, 
who were along the same lines of that, you know, wins versus crazy stat stuffing production. Yeah. Um, let's see. God, what am I? One sec. Um, so, God, I'm going to feel so stupid as soon as I do this. I'm sh- like, uh, I mean, two years ago, yeah, we had. Um, God, Tory Patton. Tory Patton, who, who was averaging under 15 points and eight rebounds a game, and he was a first teamer. And he was a first teamer for um, the league. The league. He was officially. He was officially a first teamer. I think we had him on third team. We had him on third team. I had we him had on third team. I, I did. I, I had him a third. Team. I had him as a third teamer when I voted I'm on the same there. wavelength. Horizon League. I got you. Um, so I could see BJ Freeman and uh, Tristan Anaruna flirting with that first team. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, Marquez Warwick being another guy who was obviously the dude on a um, a contender. Yeah. Could, uh, you know, kind of shift that. But I, I think I could see those two being yeah. closer to first team than they are to, you know, the rest of second team. Correct. When the official poll comes out compared to what we have. Sure. No, that makes sense. No, it makes sense. No, I get it. I mean, that's well, that's that's what we that's how we why we do this. So you know, especially I'm I'm just throwing this out there. Especially um, if you happen to be especially if you happen to be listening to this after the Horizon League puts out their official list. <laughs> um, in league play, Freeman was half a point per game behind Marquez Warwick, and Warwick is you know. Yeah. A scorer above all else. He can do well, other things, the, but he's I think a the, I think what I think what to I think what kind of hindered Freeman a little bit is he didn't start the entire conference slate. He only started 14 out of the 20 games. Hmm? He came off the bench. No? No, that was yeah, really. He, no, he I looked up his stats for conference only. Conference only. He only started 14 out of the 20 games. So he was like the first. He might have been the first person off the bench in those other six games, but yeah, he was. He only start. He started. He didn't start the entire conference. Well, like he yeah, only started yeah. fourteen games. Yeah, I thought it was higher. Okay, yeah, no, well, and that could. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I guess because the thing with Freeman, yeah, who I'm assuming by the time this is released is almost certainly going to be player of the week um he can do a lot more than score he can you know he can put 30 points against cleveland state and then also grab eight rebounds he can put up a triple double on thursday (laughs) um i mean he was he was a hair off the uh the team lead and in rebounds and that's saying a lot when you got a guy like when you got a high flyer like ahmad rand on your team when he averaged five and a half rebounds a game which is just tick under Marquise Browning doing five and a, five point six, and of course, Another you know, he did with <laughs> he did with five more games because obviously Browning got hurt. So, but yeah, yeah, definitely a, a well-rounded player that that Milwaukee has. But I think again, I think the the I think the, what's going to hold him back from that first team is the fact he, he didn't start the entire conference slate. I think that's what's gonna. I think that's what it's ultimately gonna come down to. And then uh, watch, he's on the first team, and I'm gonna look like an idiot. 
I mean, I can also. Right, you know what? Looking like an idiot has been kind of the call of the day this year for everybody in the Horizon <laughs> League. You think this is going to happen? We know nothing. It's pretty clear. <laughs> right. We know nothing. All of us, not just us, other members of the media, the entire, you know, any, any coaches who pick these things. Also, you know, it's 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 a complicated mess. That's I mean, what we, we do. Were one game away from our fifth, eighth, and ninth place teams tying for first. Uh huh. Our first place pick finished ninth. <laughs> Chaotic year. And oh, that's all right. We were, we were like, we were like a couple of games away. We were like, you know, we were like a crazy IEPUI went away from our top four teams finishing and finishing with the same record in the conference, yeah. 14 6. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, I mean, that would have kind of added, that would have definitely added something limited. That definitely would have added something there. <laughs> that is the one thing. Um, okay. With BJ Freeman, it sounds like he's probably okay and it was just cramps. With BJ yeah. Freeman missing the end of the game last night, or uh, sorry, uh, all the way back on Saturday night, which was definitely, <laughs> definitely a while ago of your, uh, anyway. But yeah, um, with him missing the end of the game and, yeah. um, you know, Marquise Browning, like you just mentioned, being out for five games, um, I was a little bit concerned that, you know, so, oh, that Green Bay game breaks my heart, man, because if Freeman, if Freeman weren't okay and yeah. Browning was out, uh-huh. I would not be very optimistic about Milwaukee in the league tournament. Getting that NIT auto bid would have been a, you know, nice little send off for a really good first year for, uh, you know, certainly. But um, I mean, what are you going to do? Hopefully he's healthy. I'll say the one Youngstown state, like I said, they've been the top team, you know, consistently the one that's, you know, drubbing opponents the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be – I think them having the target on their back of the one seed is going to be, you know, make for the most fun. I think oh, if yeah. anyone else had it, they're toast. Like, yeah. sorry, semifinals are it for you. You're not getting farther than that if it's, you know, Cleveland State, I, Milwaukee, or yeah, NKU. So, yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I think that's going to wrap it up for us. So, uh, next week, Matt and I are back on the regular thing. Um but yeah, if you haven't, uh, hopefully you actually read the picks before you listen to this. Horizonaroundtable.com. That's where it is. That's where all that stuff is. And again, make sure you go if you're you're looking at the All League Women's picks that Kyle Rossi put together. Horizonaroundtable.wbb.com. And of course, um, for all the other things, you can you know where we're. We're uh, we're, uh, we're wherever podcasts are found. Um, or I guess I should probably update our YouTube page with all this stuff too. So, all right. So tune in next week for the next episode uh, for our regularly scheduled episode. And but until then, thank you all for listening.